it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Ah, December. The month of food hangovers and promises to get back on track in January. One of the things I'm most grateful for about how much my relationship with food has changed in the last few years is that I don't do that anymore. I never wake up with food hangovers. I'm never promising myself I'm getting back on track. I just don't need to do those things anymore. Not even during the holidays. And it's glorious because I used to all the time and it really sucked especially the food hangovers. And when I used to wake up like that, I I always made it so much worse with the way that I talked to myself whenever I would wake up with one, right? I'd be riddled with guilt and shame, hating, judging and berating myself for the way that I had eaten the day before. I'd be promising myself I was going to be good that day. And, you know, being good, of course, meant not eating any of the bad things, the things that had made me feel sick in the first place only to usually end up repeating the same thing as the day before um, and, you know, waking up with another food hangover the next day and hating myself even more. You know the cycle, I mean. That cycle repeated for me for many, 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 many years. And I spent over a decade watching other people do the same thing. It's unbelievably counterproductive. So I wanted to offer you another way to approach food this holiday season, one that doesn't involve skipping a single one of your favorite holiday goodies or feeling a single moment of guilt and one that will hopefully help reduce some of those holiday food hangovers. So to that end, let's get started with some quick start first steps that you can practice this month based on the foundational elements in cognitive eating. And I'm going to give you some suggestions on how to implement them as well. Now, Just to note, though, that these practices are some basic first steps in a longer process that takes practice. And so you must do just that with all of these steps. Practice them and be extra gentle and forgiving of yourself if you struggle to, especially during the holidays. So the first one is, you probably know this one if you've been following me for any length of time, but it is full permission to eat. Don't try to restrict yourself. You're allowed to eat whatever you want, whenever you want, always and forever. You never need to get back on track or restrict food ever again. Now, I know what you're thinking when I say that, but Ronnie, how can I eat healthy if if I only ever eat what I want? And I'm going to do another entire episode on this another day, but for now, you know, think about it for a minute. You want to eat healthy, right? So if you want to eat healthy, then eating what you want is eating healthy, right? The only problem lies in the difference between what's driving you to eat in certain ways. You want to eat in ways that help you feel your best. So what's driving it when you don't? The short answer, your programming. When we're eating in ways that make us feel like crap, it's not because that's how we genuinely want to eat. It's because our programming is driving those choices. 
That's why it can often feel like there's an argument going on in our head over what we want to eat. Basically because there is. An argument between what you want to feel your best and the programming that's trying to run its own agenda for other reasons. So the key here longer term is to change all of that programming so that all that's left is you eating the way you genuinely want to eat based on what makes you feel your best. So, and this is what I teach or what I help clients do in my Cognitive Eating Academy. So you don't have to try to figure out how to do it on your own uh, if you need help with this. Anyway, start there. Always just eat whatever you want. If you want it, eat it. Part of the reason why this is so important is because it helps to undo some of the programming that I just talked about. Because trying to control and restrict never ever works for very long anyway, so you may as well stop trying. It's not helping, and in fact, it's contributing to the obsessive thoughts about food, it's contributing to overeating or full-on binging, and same with uh, feeling like you're bad for eating bad things. Those things contribute to eating in self-destructive ways, so stop doing them. Step number two, the saner practice, using foundational elements, awareness, curiosity, kindness, and compassion. So permission is the first step, and it's key, but it needs some assistance from some partners to make an even bigger impact. Enter the saner practice and more foundational elements. As I said, awareness, curiosity, kindness, and compassion we're going to bring into the mix with this practice. So SANER is really just an acronym. And it starts with S, which is stop. Before you eat, just stop for one second. And then A stands for ask yourself a few questions. Am I hungry? Why do I want to eat that thing? How am I going to feel if I eat it? Do I want to feel that way? You get the idea. Dig in a little bit to why you're about to eat what you're about to eat. And then N is notice. As you're asking yourself those questions, just take a second to notice how you feel. Do you feel physically hungry? Do you feel something else in your body? Maybe something emotional? If so, what exactly are you feeling and where are you feeling it? What are your thoughts saying to you? What were they just saying to you? And are they what's driving you to want to eat right now? And then E it stands for extend. Extend yourself some compassion for however you feel and just allow whatever choice you end up making to be okay. And then lastly, R is just respond with love and kindness. So let whatever choice you do end up making just be made with love rather than fear. Now, you're probably going to forget this practice often in the beginning. That's okay. Just practice it whenever you can remember to do it. It's even fine if you practice while you've already started eating. If you notice yourself answering, I don't care to the how is it going to make you feel question, that's not a sign that you're hopeless and can't change it. It's just a sign that you need extra helpings of your own love and compassion and probably need a lot more digging and some work around why you don't want to treat your body better. There's something going on there that's that's keeping you from wanting to, right? So the third tip is to stay present. And this one is using awareness and body connection. So stay present with yourself with your thoughts, your body, and with the food you're eating while you're eating. This again takes practice, especially when other people are around, but it is a practice that is so very worth the effort. 
Notice when your thoughts are spiraling as you're eating because they will most certainly contribute to overeating more than you need. When you do notice them racing, keep bringing your attention back to what you're eating and back into your body while you're eating. This helps you to enjoy your food more, which will probably help you feel satisfied faster, and it gives you the chance to notice when you're starting to get full because you're actually connected to your body rather than stuck in your head. If you are lost in thought, it's really difficult to be aware of what's happening in your body or even to be aware of the food that you're eating. So stay connected with your body because if you're unaware of what's happening in your body, you're less likely to notice or even care when you start getting full. So again, stay present with your food, connected to your body. And again, this is what I help clients with in the Cognitive Eating Academy if you need help learning how to do this. Okay, so four is enjoy (laughs) using permission and awareness. You're already allowing yourself to eat whatever you want, so there's no need to be all judgy and harsh with yourself as you're eating, especially since you're also working on getting out of your head and being present with food and your body. So while you're being present and bringing awareness to the food you're eating, make sure you're also fully enjoying what you're eating. You know, typically we're so busy being stuck in our heads with guilt or promises to be better tomorrow that when we're eating our favorite foods, we're not even really enjoying them. But if you're going to eat it, you may as well enjoy it, right? So thoroughly enjoy every bite of food that you're eating. If you're not enjoying it, consider why am I even eating this if I'm not enjoying it? So the fifth tip, quieting food pushers. (laughs) This one is using kindness. If you're at a get-together with people who tend to push food on you and you don't want to eat until you're uncomfortable, you can simply reply with things like, no thanks, I ate before I came. I already had some, it was delicious. Or I'm full from having too much of something else, but I'd love to take some home. Get creative and use whatever language feels good for you, but remember that it's okay to honor your own wants and needs. If somebody else chooses to get their feelings hurt because you don't want to eat yourself sick, that's their problem, not yours. The kindest thing that you can do for yourself is to honor your own needs, always. And then the sixth is, if all else fails, we're going to bring in some more acceptance and forgiveness and some commitment If you do end up overindulging or even downright binging, you may feel discouraged, especially if you tried some of these practices beforehand. And you may think, see, I knew it. I knew it wouldn't work for me because I'm hopeless and I can't control myself. And, you know, your thoughts may start berating you in those ways. But no, if you go through some of these practices, as I've outlined, and determine that you don't care how you'll feel, it's just a red flag that you need to begin understanding why you're doing that. Why don't you care about what, like, why don't you care that you're about to eat yourself sick? Just means you need some more time exploring your inner world more to better understand what's driving those behaviors. And again, this is also what I help clients with. But a big part of it could be because of the way that you're berating yourself about your past choices, which is why it is extra important to speak kindly to yourself, no matter how you eat. So the the elements that we want to bring into practice here are, again, forgiveness, acceptance, and commitment. Forgive yourself. Because again, judging and blaming do nothing to help. Forgiveness heals. So forgive yourself for however you ate because it's in the past anyway, and then acceptance and commitment. 
accept that these are patterns of thoughts and behaviors you're programming. It's, it's patterns of thoughts and behaviors that your brain is stuck in and likely has been for many, many years. Again, it's your programming. It will take time and continued practice to change. So acceptance allows you to stop waging war with yourself over it all. So you have the mental and emotional energy to commit to continued practice as long as it takes to reprogram those patterns because they can be reprogrammed. Again, this is what I help clients with. But this is also where commitment comes in and it's just commitment to continue practicing until those patterns are reprogrammed. And the, the new ways that you want to eat and live are all just your new normal. Seventh tip, no guilt. And this one is, again, using kindness and compassion. You may notice a theme with those two elements. And so, again, if you do find yourself on the other end of a food hangover, release the self-judgment and the guilt. If you're waking up with a food hangover or you're going to bed on the verge of a food coma, you're already feeling like crap because of how you've been eating. The last thing you need is to contribute to your own suffering even more by judging or berating yourself. If you don't feel good, you need kindness, compassion, and TLC. So rather than judging and berating yourself, try speaking to yourself kindly and treating yourself kindly. Imagine your stomach is upset because you have the flu or something and just treat yourself how you would if that were the case. Try rubbing it, resting, giving yourself some time to relax to, and just start feeling better. Pay attention to how you feel now so that you can remember it the next time you're about to eat as well. The next time you're about to eat and practice saner, you want to remember this feeling when you ask yourself the question, do I want to feel that way again? So pay attention to how you feel. And, you know, again, the next time you ask yourself, do I want to feel that way? Remember this moment. And in this moment, be really, really kind to yourself. Really, really kind. And this is vital because self-punishment is one of the biggest reasons we can eat self-destructively. So we want to eliminate all of those reasons we may self-punish by just being kind and compassionate towards ourselves, no matter how we eat or even how sick we make ourselves with the food we're eating. And then number eight is we want to rebuild self-trust. So no more broken promises. Again, if you're in the middle of a binge or a food hangover or you, you know, have just eaten something that you are judging yourself for, stop promising yourself that you're not going to do it again. If this is a pattern that you've been repeating with some frequency, you're absolutely going to do it again. You always do because your programming is driving you to right now. So the promises do nothing except chip away at your self-trust, right? So stop promising yourself you're going to be good tomorrow or, or next week or in January or whatever because you know that that never lasts and it's just going to be a broken promise. No more breaking promises to yourself. So just stop promising yourself that. On top of that, you are already good today. The food choices you, you make don't change that no matter how bad you think you've eaten that doesn't change your value or goodness as a human. So instead of the promises that always keep getting broken, just keep practicing kindness, compassion, forgiveness, acceptance, all of those good things. See, because the best advice for 
healthy eating over the holidays or otherwise isn't rooted in more rules about what you should or shouldn't eat. It's about conscious choices made from love, not fear-based choices rooted in shoulds or shouldn'ts. It's about building awareness around how and why you're eating and then changing any patterns there that aren't serving you. And giving yourself a break while you work on changing the patterns because it can take time. For more on the whole process, including how to implement some of these practices and a whole lot more, we would love to see you inside the Cognitive Eating Academy sometime if you feel so inclined to join us in there. If you're not ready for that, that's cool too. I've got more free resources for you. And also, I've got a printable PDF guidebook to go along with this episode, all available on my website at www.cognitiveeatingacademy.com if you want to head over there to check it out. That's all I have for you for this episode this week. And that's all I have for you until... January. I'm going to be taking the month of December off of the podcast just to give myself a little bit of a break and enjoy some of the holidays myself and also to give me some extra time to get some things ready for you that I have coming in January. So we will see you back here again in January for some brand new episodes. I hope you have the most loving and healthy and wonderful holiday season. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.